Welcome to the Ask Andrew podcast. Real questions from real condo investors. You ask, I answer. Hi, and welcome back to the show. Thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We're a number of episodes in, and I'm certainly enjoying making these episodes for you. So I hope you are learning something and getting something out of every episode. So on today's episode, we have Florence. And Florence's big question is, should she invest in a condo or should she buy some kind of a house, townhouse, semi-detached, some kind of low-rise house in 2018? So we talked about that, and she also talked about a, something that she feels like it was a mistake that she made in her investments in the past, and that's something I think a lot of us investors can relate to. I certainly could, so you want to listen and hear more about that. And once again, if you would like to be on this show and you'd like to have your questions asked and answered, just go to askandrewpodcast.com and click on Ask a Question, and I look forward to speaking with you. Also, you'll notice, uh, hopefully from here on out, the audio quality will be significantly better. We managed to uh, finally find a solution that um, I think is going to work moving forward. So you might have noticed some of the comments I've gotten was the audio quality on the early episodes of the show was not the greatest. I do apologize for that, but hopefully you can still hear the content and, and get some good value out of it. But moving forward, I can promise you that the audio quality will be much, much better. So here it is. Uh, my episode and my conversation with Florence. How can I help? Yes, uh, I'm not sure what I can do with my cash. Do I go with the pre-construction or resale? Right, right. So you're sitting on some cash and uh, you're wondering what to do with it. So approximately how much cash are you looking to invest? I have the the spare two hundred thousand with me right now. Okay, so, so you've got a couple hundred thousand in cash, and you're looking to invest. What options are you thinking about? What are you considering? I'm not sure uh, because in terms of pre-construction, I'm worried if I buy, it might be too too expensive. I, I I'm not sure. I don't know actually what I should do or where I should go. That's why I'm looking out to you for help. Right. Have you, do you have any, have you bought any properties before? Do you have any investment properties? Uh, very unconsciously, I sold half a plaza. You sold half of a plaza. What What do you mean exactly? Half, half, or, half a plaza. Uh, the condo. Oh, Harbor Plaza. Harbor Plaza. Sorry, yeah. I thought you said half of a plaza. Um, apologize. So, Harbor Plaza. You 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 bought Harbor Plaza and then you sold it. Is that what you mean? Yeah, it was a pre-construction, and I sold it last uh, last August. August, September. Okay, so you yes. bought you bought. Yeah, a, I did it through assignment. You did an assignment, right? So you bought pre-construction, and then you sold it by assignment, and you. I'm guessing you made a pretty good profit. Yes, but I regret for selling it. And why is that? I don't know. I was just. I'm conscious. Like, I don't know what happened. Okay. But what, why, I mean, you sold it, you made a profit. Why do you look back now and you wish you didn't sell it? Yeah. 
And why do you wish you still had it? Because uh, I, I didn't, I didn't need the cash. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah, that's a common uh, a common thing that I hear from from uh, investors all the time is I wish I didn't sell or I I kind of sold too early and to be honest it's something that I've even done myself uh, in the past as well selling a property um, because it seems like there maybe is an opportunity or there's a, a willing buyer or maybe the price has gone up and you think. Um, for whatever reason you think this is a moment to get rid of that asset and then you do and then time goes by and you say to yourself um hmm, maybe i i made a mistake or maybe i should have just held on to it um mm -hmm. i think for me i don't know about for you but for me it, when i did that in the past it was what i realized was you know i, I didn't have a plan for this money so now i'm sitting on this cash uh, mm. I, could have, I could have left it in the property and it could have continued to mm. appreciate and, and make a return for me. But instead, um, I got the cash out and then I didn't have an immediate plan for what to do with that cash. So it just kind of was sitting there while the market continued to appreciate. Um, and so you're sort of feeling like you missed out on that opportunity. Is that sort of what you're feeling? Yeah, a big time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the good news is uh, you're not alone. A lot of people do make a similar uh, uh, mistake. And like I said, I've even done that myself. Um, so don't feel too bad. You've, you made profit. You made a good investment. You made profit. Yeah, it probably would have been better just to keep it in, in the Harbor Plaza. It's, it's a fantastic project. It's going to be a great building for years and years to come. Mm -hmm. a, a great place to have a rental property there, obviously. But now... Um, here we are today and now you've got some money and you're, you're trying to figure out what to do with it. So you're looking at, um, you know, obviously the, that's the important thing is, you know, that sitting on cash is not a good idea and it, it's, it's really, mm -hmm. your money is actually getting smaller because of inflation when you're just sitting on cash. Um, inflation is eating away the value of your, your money. So yeah. you want to get it reinvested. So like what are you, do you have anything you're considering? I mean, in the message before we talked, you mentioned something about, should I go pre-construction condo or should I go with uh, a house or something like that? Like, are, do you, what, do you have any, you don't have anything specific that you're considering or? No, I want to talk to a person like you, uh, more like an expert that can guide me like you know sure if, sure if you tell me pre-construction then i will focus on pre-construction and revisit the pre-construction market i i don't want to make the same mistake that i made that's why i am so skeptical at this time right yeah well that's good. I'm glad that you reached out. Um, I mean, there's lots of different opportunities that you can consider. Um, there's pros and cons to different investments that are out there. What I can tell you is obviously I focus on pre-construction condos. Um, that's my business. That's what I help people do every day. I've been doing this for 10 years, but I'm also an investor myself. Um, and I've invested in different types of properties, not just condos. Um, but what I love about condos and specifically pre-construction condos is just the, they're very low maintenance. They're very hands-free. 
it's a very uh, easy way to invest in real estate without having to do a lot of work. And when the condos are actually completed and you're renting them out, if you're buying in good locations, good buildings, you know, something like a Harbor Plaza type of a, a project, um, you know, it's, you're always going to get a high quality tenant. They're, the units mm -hmm. are never empty. They're very easy to rent out. The rental rates are increasing every year. Um, so it's really a great, you know, a, a great way to invest in the market without doing too much work and, and getting a good return. On the other hand, um, you mentioned, you know, townhouses, semi-detached houses, low-rise type properties. Traditionally, in the past, you know, say five years, those properties have appreciated better than condos um, in Toronto. And so a lot of people liked buying low-rise properties because the appreciation rates were better. Typically, the cash flow is better on a condo. Um, your, your monthly cash flow is better usually on a condo, but the appreciation usually is better on a freehold home. But mm -hmm. with, that, with that being said, um, that has sort of changed in the past year or so because the, you, you probably are aware that the low-rise housing market, um, <clears throat> excuse me, is really struggling right now in the GTA. Um, prices shot up obviously, you know, in the low-rise market, 50% roughly in about a two-year period. So the prices just went to the moon um, and now the prices are sort of flat and there's a lot of product out there. But the biggest issue, other than the fact that prices are not appreciating anymore in that market, um, is again, cash flow. The cash flow has gotten uh, has gotten very bad because the price has shot up so much and the rents haven't really gone up too much. So if you're buying a low rise property for investment purposes, you're going to get, you know, negative cash flow pretty much guaranteed every month. And that's obviously a turnoff for a lot of investors. Um, your chances of getting positive cash flow is much better if you're buying in a condo, especially if you're buying downtown in the right building, the right location. Um, and just, from a maintenance perspective, from a you know property management perspective, condos obviously are a lot less work than owning a house. So all that to say, again, there's, there's pros and cons to investing in one or the other. Um, I would obviously suggest condos are still, you know, assuming that you want something that's low maintenance and you don't want real estate to become your life and, and a full-time job. Condos are, are definitely the way to go, especially pre-construction. The supply of condos is still very, very low, um, both in resale and in pre-construction. And so that's one of the factors that's, that's going to drive prices up this year. So from that perspective, you're, if you're looking for an investment that's likely going to increase in, in price this year, um, it's probably going to be condos as opposed to low-rise housing is, as I said, the, the prices are, you know, sort of going in the opposite direction at the moment. That could change, but at the moment, condos are, are certainly looking like uh, the, the clear, better investment at this, at this point in time. Does that make sense? Is that helpful? Yes. Okay, so great. What okay. other? <laughs> where, about, where about in downtown? 
Well, yeah, in terms of where to invest, if you're looking at condos, um, the downtown core as a sort of rule of thumb, the downtown core is always going to be the best place to invest. Um, that's where the bulk of your portfolio, if you're building a portfolio of units over time, you want to have most of your properties, I believe, in the downtown core. That's where you're always going to have the most demand. That's where you're always going to have the highest growth over the long mm -hmm. term. Um, and that's where the rental rates are also, I believe, going to perform the best over the long term. Um, that doesn't mean you should never invest outside the downtown core. There's obviously a lot of condo developments now coming up in the 905 areas, in Mississauga, in Vaughan, in Scarborough, um, even in Hamilton. Uh, there's, there's certainly a case to be made for investing in other areas as well. But if you're just picking one condo at what, uh, you know, in, in, uh, out of the air, so to speak, then, uh, then you want to probably have that condo in downtown Toronto. Um, if you're building a portfolio of many units over time, probably you want to have most of those units in downtown Toronto. Um, in terms of specifics, uh, it's, it, it's, it is a challenge right now. Uh, there's not a lot of opportunity. There's not a lot of product out there to buy. As I mentioned, there are opportunities that come and they're gone very, very quickly. So if you're looking to invest, you do need to sort of be prepared to make a quick decision when the opportunity is available. Okay. Um, how do I start? Like, do I focus on a particular area or? Well, I think you start by doing what you've already done, which is making a decision that this is something you want to do. Um, and it sounds like you're, you're pretty much at that point where you are deciding you do want to buy pre-construction condos this year. So that's the first step is, is making that decision. The second step is, um, you know, obviously working with somebody like myself, somebody who is a platinum agent who's able to get you access to the new, new launches at the, as soon as the moment they are coming out at the earliest possible stage. Um, and so I, you are, I believe, getting my, um, I, I believe you are getting my weekly email updates. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So as you're getting my updates, that's the best way to keep on top of the opportunities that are coming out in the market. And so um, as those opportunities um, emerge in the weeks and the months ahead as we're heading into 2018, um, it's a matter of you know, looking at those opportunities as they, as they come to you in, in the email each week and mm -hmm. deciding which one makes sense for you and which one you're interested in investing in. Um, and again, being, being sort of ready to make a relatively quick decision when, when those opportunities come up. Like we've just been launching a new building this week, uh, you know, King and, King and Spadina area. And uh, it's a very limited release and the suites go very quickly. Uh, and sort of if you, if you wait a week or, or sometimes less, then often the opportunity is already gone or the prices have been increased and you sort of miss out on that first initial uh, batch of pricing and maybe you can get in still, but the prices maybe go up a little bit. So it's, uh, it's sort of a, a um, you know, the, the early bird gets the worm and, and being ready to sort of make a quick decision when these new projects come out and just making sure that you are 
keeping in touch with me regularly to, to, if you're interested in, in, um, any particular new launches that are coming out, letting me know ahead of time, you know, I'm interested in this building or that building, or I heard about this one or that one, and I'm happy to guide you and, and let you know, you know, which is the, the better ones to, to consider and to get into. Okay. What about the price in terms of price? Yeah, what, uh, what's your question exactly in terms of price? Uh, because I see they are going for around about 900 square feet now. $900 per square foot? Roughly, yeah. Yeah, sort of 900 to $1,000 per square foot is a, is a, is a wow. typical downtown average price right now, yes. Okay, I. Okay, so what's the probability of uh, appreciating? What's the probability of appreciating? Great question. So again, I, I I've been saying for the past several months that the you know the, I mean the prices have been appreciating very well, obviously over the last year. But I've been saying that I believe the prices are going to continue to appreciate very well moving forward in 2018, and the. Biggest reason for that, as I said earlier, was there's no supply, there's no inventory, there's no, um, you know, if, if, if we had a large amount of new supply on the market, that would be a sort of release valve to the market, if you will, to relieve some of the pressure on pricing. But mm -hmm. we're, we don't, we're not seeing that. Um, you know, if you were, if we were having this conversation two years ago, uh, and you called me and said, I'm interested in investing in pre-construction condo downtown. Um, I've got, you know, a couple hundred thousand to invest. I'd say, great, here are, you know, three or four excellent options that you can buy right now. Um, but it's not the case right now. There's literally nothing to buy. Every new project that comes out is selling out, you know, within a week or two, it's everything is gone, gone, gone. And the projects that launched, you know, a few months ago, six months ago, a year ago, they're sold out. There's nothing to buy in those projects. It's not like it's not like it was a couple of years ago where a project would launch and they would sell maybe 30, 40, 50 percent of the building. Mm -hmm. And then over the next six months or a year, they would slowly sell the rest of the building and, and that opportunity would still be there. And there's there was inventory, there was supply out in the marketplace. Um, it's not like that. You you go around to all the, the sales centers, everything is sold out, sold out, sold out. Or if they have units, uh, they won't even sell them to you. They're saying, no, we're holding these units for future release, future release, future release. Um, you know, so it's, it's definitely a seller's market. Um, and anytime you have conditions like this, this, uh, this tells you that prices are going to keep rising. Okay. So for that reason, again, that's why it, if you look at it from that perspective and if you understand that it is a great time to buy, if you are able to buy something because you know, with a high degree, you know, nothing is guaranteed obviously, but you mm -hmm. know, with a high degree of certainty that prices are going to keep rising next month, next quarter, you know, next year prices will be higher than they are today because again, there's, there's no supply and everything is, everything is being bought up very quickly. 
is this only for the condo market and uh, what about the semi-detached houses are they yeah as as i said earlier it's sort of the opposite situation yeah, yeah. in the condo mm-hmm. market it's it's a seller's market in the low rise um it's a buyer market housing market it's a buyer's market but i mean there's a lot of supply but the problem is there's still there's not really any deals to be had or anything developers are not lowering their prices at all um developers for the most part if they have anything to sell um which they do most you know in the 905 areas there is there are developers with houses to sell um but the the prices are very high compared to mm-hmm. for, the, for the most part if you look around you'll see the new new product is priced very high compared to the low the uh resale product that's true so it's um it's sort of the opposite situation um in the low rise market we've seen this switch in the market that we've never seen before where the high rise market is is shooting up and the low rise market is flat or in some areas of the of the greater toronto area particularly in richmond hill markham north of the city new market those areas the market is actually you know potentially it's declining so as an investor um don't you think low rise would be a, a better option like for long term um, it, again, it depends on what your objectives are. It depends what uh, you know what your criteria is for a better. What makes a better investment? Potentially, it it could be a great investment for the long term. I mean, it's you know it's not like the market is is going to disappear or the, the trend of 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 the market right now is not going to continue forever. Of course, at some point in time, that that low rise market will pick up again and will be a seller's market again. Mm-hmm. But if you're asking me today, what's the market today? What you know? What's the best thing to buy today? Um, then it's definitely the condo side of the market. Um, you know, six months from now, it could be it could be different. But that's we don't know what uh, what the future is going to hold there. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, I mean uh, the the challenge like is if you're looking in the low rise side is um you know like i said there is inventory there's supply out there a lot of it but prices are not you know it's not like prices of of are falling or or developers in particular are not lowering their prices when the market slows down as it is the developers just tend to just wait um Mm -hmm. and just sit there on their prices very very rarely would prices ever actually decrease it would have to be extremely bad situation for prices to decrease um Mm -hmm. you know even if you go back to 2008 the big recession when the market Mm -hmm. took a hit we didn't the most we saw prices go down if any if anything was you know five to ten percent kind of a thing Mm -hmm. so Developers with developers, the pricing is tends to be very sticky, and it, it tends to, you know, if if anything, the prices will just stay flat, and they'll just wait three months, six months, nine months, and they'll just instead of selling a hundred houses in a weekend, they'll just say, well, we'll sell, you know, five houses this weekend, five houses next weekend, and we'll just slowly get through it. Um, so you're not, even though it's on paper, it's a buyer's market. 
you're not seeing deals. That's what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What project do you have? It. Uh, what project do you have now? You mentioned about King and Spadina. Yeah. So the project I'm referring to uh, right now, you know, that we're, we've been working on in the past week is 357 King. 357 King Street, which is right at King and Peter by Great Golf Homes. Did you see the did you see the information I sent out about that one? Yes, uh, King King Street. It's called King West. King West neighborhood. King yeah. West? The, the building is called uh, three three fifty seven King. Okay. The, okay. I I did see that one. Yeah. But I don't have uh, the pricing. How much is it going for? So the pricing average is around $900 a square foot. Some of the larger units um, are starting as low as $820 a square foot. Okay. So the value there is very good. The location obviously is the, you know, pretty much the best location you can get right at King and Peter is an unbelievable location. It's a great, great neighborhood. Um, and the builder is Great Golf Homes, so one of the best builders in the business. Um, so that project has been very well received, and that would be that would be a great project to get into. Again, prices at that level, um, very likely those prices are going to increase significantly. So if you are able to get into something like that at the initial launch stage, again, you're you're probably going to do very very well with something like that. Thanks for listening to the Ask Andrew Podcast. To get your question answered, just go to askandrewpodcast.com and click Ask a Question.